0: Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Thursday. First, with yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Wednesday, and um, we've got... Oh, come on. How are we still talking about the America's Cup? Hmm. Um, We'll have some random stuff about body here at the end of the podcast. That's more like it. Uh, but first up,
1: is Transmission Gully finally going to open? Wow. What I really want to talk about, guys, and this is a little bit this is a little bit of a dead sitter for talkback bingo. Because someone's going to ring up and say, well, we should have let the Americans build it when they were here in the war. I want to talk about Transmission Gully because I've never really understood it. So people thereabouts are involved with it or whatever. Let me know where we are with it. What are you going to do about that? How much it's going to save your trip? Because I've never really fully understood it. I don't, because it, there's always, here's my problem with Transmission Gully, right? There's also another roading project they've done at the same time. What's that called? And the two of them have sometimes been conflated in the news, but I want to know from you if you are in uh, Paraparaumu or Waikanae Beach or Pekapeka or Te Horo or Otaki or Manakao or Levin, or Waitarere or any of those places, what is it going to mean for you? Has it changed the way you're going to run at Wellington? I mean, it's going to be pretty damn exciting the first time you can use it, because da da But I know what you guys in Wellington are like with the tunnel. Imagine this. And it's been difficult. I don't know whose idea it was. The
0: trouble with transmission gully opening is that it's one less thing for us to talk about, yeah? And moan about and bitch and complain about.
2: Um, at least there's always the America's Cup, eh? Take Jim Radcliffe, for instance. The man is worth $18 billion, US. He has a global brand that needs promoting and considering it's based on petrol and chemicals, that's a hard one to promote, so he does it through sport. He owns a Tour de France team, he sponsors the Mercedes Formula One team, football teams in France and Switzerland. Look at this, he even sponsors the All Blacks. You'll see Ineos on the All Black shorts for the next six years, and all over their training kit. This is a guy who, when he learned that Land Rover would no longer build the Defender, decided he'd build his own, and he invented the Ineos Grenadier. This man is loaded. He's nuts, and he'll stop at nothing. And here's little old Team New Zealand, who managed to bring a nation and some taxpayers and a handful of corporate sponsors together to fund the challenges and defences. And I have to say, what a glorious ride. It's been so good. But for the next event, Team New Zealand will need every cent it can get. The boat design is no longer a surprise. All the billionaires are frustrated and they'll spend anything to take the wind out of Grant Dalton's sail. Dalton's been honest about this all along. The government and the council's offer was just not enough. It was inflated by including urban infrastructure and all sorts of things, but at the end of the day, there was just not enough cash to fund a very expensive sport. And there was never going to be enough cash from the government because the government knows that a large part of the population resent the fact that it's a rich man's sport and have no desire to see taxpayer money thrown at it at all which is short-sighted and petty but that is what it is this is a great pity but all we needed to do was find our own crazy rich person and throw cash at the thing and i'm with grant on all of this i would much rather win then lose horrifically at home. Oh, it
0: depends on how horrifically, though. Like, if you could do it really horrifically, you know, like that time that that Australian boat broke in half and sank to the bottom of the ocean? That would be awesome. I would like to watch that. I've got a, a bit of a weird relationship with the America's Cup, though. I don't know if you've picked up on that um how's Kerry's relationship with it by now
3: burling and turk say what a privilege it was to sail and win in front of a home crowd they said all the right things that it was lovely to be able to do so you know that generations of of little kids would be inspired as they too had been inspired by previous americas cup sailors beautiful stuff beautiful are you going to be any less inspired if you're a youngster watching these sailors on these magnificent machines Sailing around the beautiful harbour of Barcelona. Yes, it would be great if we could have held it here. The writing's been on the wall for some time. Grant Dalton is a winner. That's what he likes doing. He needs big money for Team New Zealand to win. He wasn't getting it here. Have we missed a trick? I don't think so. You know, I think we've funded these guys into their waterfront properties long enough. They have a glorious lifestyle. They can sell their talents, as I said, to the highest bidder. We don't need to keep funding it. It would be great. It would have been great. It was fantastic last time, even in the midst of all the nonsense. But Grant Dalton made it very clear they need to win, to win they need money they will follow that money they found the pot of gold in Barcelona Will he parlay that win should they do so into bringing it home as a consolation prize for Kiwis? I wouldn't bet my red socks on it
0: I get a bit uncomfortable when you get into sports like high performance yachting when they start talking about inspiring young kids to become spoiled millionaire yachties that travel all around the world. I just don't know. I'm I'm a little bit uncomfortable about that. But I think Kerry makes a good point. If they see them doing it in Spain, they might think, oh, this is a good way to get to Spain. Is that good or bad? Uh... (laughs) Kate, help me. Help me out on this one.
4: Barcelona is being talked up for the great sailing weather, which is a huge factor too. Endless race days put off by no wind is no fun for anyone. But despite the naysayers who'll come for Grant Dalton and who'll come for Team New Zealand, like they have some kind of ownership of them or of the event, I'm actually happy that they've found a great place to host. And I have no doubt it'll be a huge success. And all the media whiners saying, oh, it sucks. You watch they'll all happily turn up to Barcelona in two years' time to cover it and enjoy the ratings bonanza that goes with that. Because that's the other thing. Despite all the argy-bargy that goes on off the water and leading up to the event, we always seem to all get behind it once the racing actually begins, don't we? So poo-poo it now if you want, but mark my words, come 2024, Barcelona Beach, the race village, the Spanish waterfront, it'll be spectacular. It'll be the place to be Hawksby I'm booking my tickets This might be my first trip, Alex, overseas It's taken me a long time to want to get back on a plane post-COVID But this could be it 2024, I'm gearing myself up for it
0: Oh, it's so cute that Kate thinks there's still going to be a world of 2024 Oh, isn't that neat Oh, that, that's adorable There's a lot of stuff going to happen between now and then And we'll bring you all of it here at New South ZB, including the state of Simon Barnett's body
5: hair. I used to always tell my kids, um, don't eat the crusts or you'll get chest hair. I even said it to my daughters, and they were terrified they would get (laughs) chest hair. (laughs) Eating the crust, that was just to make your hair curly, wasn't it? Well, I I used to say about getting hair on your chest. Was it? Mm. From the crust? Yeah. I think it was originally about going your hair going yeah, curly. Yeah, it was about your hair going curly.
0: What were some of those other Well chest
5: styles? hair chest hair, I suppose, is curly. I wouldn't know I haven't got it.
0: <laughs> have you not got any
5: chest hair? No. We've digressed here, but this is good stuff. No. You got a smooth chest? Yep. I and I didn't wear it off.
0: Give it a look. Oh
5: there's oh, a big there's a big um There's a big um
0: You have scar got- there. You've not got a hair on your chest.
5: No. And look, my arms aren't hairy. Oh, he's got honest to goodness not hair. What about downstairs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know why that is. Um but and I don't you know haven't my, used a cream. It's all just, no, it's no. just my latest wife said that was one of the things that attracted her to me was my arms that they they were very young looking because they had no hair on them. Yeah, right. I think she's weird, not me. <laughs> <Okay>. I say? <laughs> <laughs> Right.
0: Right, so she dated you just because you had young, young-looking arms. A mm, mm, mm. uh, story as old as time, isn't it, that one? Um, the weird... I thought that the, I mean, there was a lot of weird stuff going on in there, obviously, but I thought the weirdest thing was that Cy um, si was telling his kids not to eat their crusts. I thought we were supposed to get them to eat their crusts. Why wouldn't you eat the crust? I've always thought the crusts were the best bit. I... I that's... I mean, I love a baguette a french stick it's all crust give give me give me more crust give me give me um bread with a crust on top of the crust i say if you jam some seeds in there even better i'm glenn zb so hungry now often happens at the end of the podcast get hungry um i'll see if i can find something to eat and i'll be back again with another one tomorrow see you then